So welcome to part three of this three-part series all about selling from virtual and live stages. Now, if you haven't heard session one or two, please make sure you go back and listen because they're going to be up only for a limited time. But I have got an amazing session for you today. It's all about the five building blocks, the five big stages of building a profitable expert business using presentations. So I'm going to take you through the five phases that you need to go through to establish yourself as an expert and really build a high converting uh, presentation that gets you clients every single time. Now, I want to remind you there are a whole bunch of bonuses available if you go to colinboyd.co forward slash stages and actually opt in for free. Uh, you'll be able to get access to workbooks and all sorts of stuff. We've got we've got an interactive Facebook group. We've got other bonuses in there. So please make sure to go and uh, check that out so that you can get access to that. You are listening to the Expert Edge podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage, position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. So let's talk about session three. Uh, in session one, we talked about the context of installing a certainty mindset. In fact, installing the beliefs that you must have in order to be someone who commands the stage, who gets conversions from stage, who runs virtual and live presentations that your audience just can't resist not wanting to work with you. They're, they're like, I want to work with you, right? Uh, that was kind of weird. It was like a double negative. Can't resist not wanting to work with you. <laughs> I don't even know if that works, but you know what I mean, right? It, it was like this sense of, oh my gosh, I just want to work with you. And then session two was all about conversion strategies. And we went through the six big mistakes that people make on their conversion strategies to help them to uh, really dial in webinars and live presentations that convert. And then session three, we're going to be talking about the five big phases. So let's get into it. Uh, I remember for me, I was, I'd been speaking for a number of years and uh, I had an opportunity to speak at a conference. Now, I was at the time uh, getting paid to speak at conferences. And at the time I was getting paid, I think it was around seven, six to $7,000 per presentation for, you know, like an hour, 45 minute talk. And I was a couple of years into my speaking, uh, professional speaking uh, journey. And I got asked to speak at an event. Now, the event came back to me and they were like, hey, we don't have the budget for, you know, your normal speaking fee of about $7,000. We've only got a budget of $4,000. Now, normally I, I, would, I would kind of like have a lot of resistance around this because I didn't like discounting. In fact, I never discount in terms of our products and our programs. But if I'm really honest, at the time, I didn't have all that many presentations booked in because that's kind of all I was doing. I was doing speaking and I was doing some coaching, but I wanted some more speaking and I, and I thought, oh, I don't want to say no to this. Let's just go with the budget and see what comes of it. We're heading into the presentation, getting prepared for it. And uh, I remember just thinking, thinking, oh my gosh, the presentation that I'm doing really aligns with one of these new uh, online courses that I'd been building at the time. And I said to the event organizer, I said, hey, I've got this online course that connects really well with the topic. What are your thoughts about doing some sort of speech and then making, you know, making like a soft offer at the end where we, people can take the next steps and so forth? Uh, now, I'll give you some context. The, the audience was a couple hundred people in the audience. And um, yeah, it was like, you know, like a good size audience, couple hundred people, I think it was like 400 people. And the event organizer, first of all, they, he loved the idea. He was like, Colin, that sounds great. We've actually never done that before. We've never really made any offers from the stage. We didn't even think about that. Let's, let's do it. So I prepare for it, right? And I've got a 30 minute presentation. So it's 30 minutes. I'm talking about productivity, right? This because I used to teach productivity. And I do my productivity speech. And then at the end, I move into my transition into the offer. And I make the offer and I give the link to go and buy the program. And then the event organizer comes up, he asks me a few questions about the program. And then everyone kind of gives me, you know, gives me a, a ovation. And then I step off the stage. 
And I sit down and I remember sitting down just thinking, oh my gosh, like that was, that was overwhelming, but I feel like it went well. You know, the, the, the audience responded, seemed like they responded quite warmly to it. And then I noticed that my, my leg was buzzing and I thought, oh, I'm, I'm getting a few text messages. And I pulled my phone out of my pants, uh, you know, my pocket, right? It's not down my pants, but <laughs> down out of my pocket. And, uh, and there's literally like dozens of $497 Stripe notifications because that's how much my course was. $497 Stripe notifications, like dozens of them already. And it had literally been not even five minutes. And I remember just watching these like notifications coming in almost every, every like 10 to 20 seconds. They're like, boom, 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 like just coming in. And I remember just feeling so overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed because I'm excited, but I'm also overwhelmed of like, oh my gosh, I just, you know, in the, in the first 10 minutes or so, I just earned more than I got paid for the speaking gig itself. And then what happened over the next 24 hours was magic. We ended up doing $92,000 in course sales on the back end of a 30-minute presentation. And for me, this was such a transformational experience because I had been taught in my own head and in people that had taught me that, oh, no, no, you should try to get, get paid to speak. And I was going down that model and it was exhausting. It was kind of good money when I was speaking, but when I wasn't speaking, I basically was earning no money. And, um, and, I, and what I didn't realize, this is what I didn't realize, is that I was literally leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table each year that I was running my business because I wasn't implementing a sell from stage strategy. And this was, by the way, this was before I'd started really running webinars and things like that. And so for me, this was such a transformational experience because I earned almost 20 times or more, actually more than 20 times what I got paid for the keynote itself, I earned that in course sales. And what was crazy was the course itself, I had, I think I had two coaching sessions in it. Um, that I delivered. So it was a very much kind of, you know, people got to do it themselves. And it just blew me away. And for me, this, because I've had multiple experiences of this revelation of how powerful it is to sell from stage and how you can do it in a way that feels good, like feels authentic. In fact, the feedback, what was fascinating, the feedback from this event, from the event organizer was that, Colin, we actually got better feedback from your session than our main keynote speakers there was like an astronaut who was speaking and, and some other athlete athlete or something like that, you know, like the regular kind of athlete and astronaut speaking at the keynote. They're like, we got better feedback from your, your, your speech and you made an offer than, than from the main keynotes who we paid like 50 grand to come and speak. And so I want you to realize that the money is actually not made usually in when you get paid for the event. The money is made everything after the stage. And all the people who've worked this out have just truly transformed and cracked their business. In fact, uh, I just did a podcast with a current student. Her name is Lindsay, a beautiful, amazing woman uh, based in Buffalo in, uh, you know, uh, in, in America. And she said to me, Colin, she was like, I got to speak at an event recently. I had a 15 minute speaking spot. She's like, I'm definitely not a professional speaker. Uh, I've, I've, you know, haven't done much speaking before and they wouldn't give me the main stage because I'm not like a professional speaker. I had 15 minutes. And she said she spoke for 15 minutes at this event and she did what we call a soft sell, which I'm going to unpack today in the content. And she said after the 15 minutes, she followed the soft sell process, which is one of the sell from stage uh, methodologies because there's three types of talks you can do. And so the second type of talk is, is called a soft sell. And so she goes, I followed that, but I followed the whole structure that you teach. And she said after it, she was literally like mobbed in a good way by the audience. In fact, she said, I was so like overwhelmed. She, she told them, okay, everyone come back to my booth and I'll be able to answer some questions. And she literally said on the interview, she said, we did $20,000 in course sales. She has a 497 product, $497 product. She said, we did more than $20,000 in course sales. 
in the next 20 minutes. Like people literally just wanted to sign up for a course and she didn't even make a direct offer. So that for me is the power of when you do this right, when you do this in a way that feels authentic and feels good. And so let's get into these five phases about how you can do this and build this. The first phase is creating a certainty mindset. And so the first phase is mindset. Now, I know we covered quite a good chunk of that in, um, in session one, but my, I guess when it comes down to it, for me, I remember I was 13 years old. I was sitting in uh, school in class and I was reading a passage from the Bible. It was a scripture class, actually. And I remember reading a passage from the Bible and I started to stutter. I started to stutter over my words. I, I fumbled and I actually couldn't finish the passage I was supposed to be reading in class. And from that experience, I walked away and I genuinely felt like the fact that I can't read in front of people, I'm obviously not intelligent. I'm not smart like the other kids in the class because everyone else could read just fine in front of everyone. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? I can't even read in front of my class. And I, and I literally created this belief about myself was that I was an idiot. I, I created this belief that for so many years up until about the age of 25, when I discovered personal development, was that I thought I was an idiot. I was like, I'm an absolute idiot. Like that's who I am. And I, that's how I interacted with the world. And I really, I don't know if you've experienced this before. I really pulled back. Like I lived disassociated, almost trying to escape my reality in my life for so many years. That's how I interacted in school, in college, and even in my first job, that's how I acted. And when I discovered personal development, I discovered the fact that you can change your thoughts. I discovered the fact that you can change your beliefs. I discovered that the beliefs that you have aren't necessarily true. They are just based on a meaning that you created from an experience that you had in your past. And i had had this visceral experience, this response to this specific you know, situation that for me had a really negative impact on me. And I created this belief that I was an idiot. And the problem was, is I started acting from that belief. And I was at about 25 years old, I realized I could change my beliefs. And so I started to change my beliefs. And what I changed it to was, I started to state to myself that I was a, I was a, my first one was that I am a proactive, enthusiastic, intelligent individual. That was my first new kind of declarative belief about myself. I'm a proactive, enthusiastic, intelligent individual. It's a bit of a mouthful, but that was like my first one. I remember it. Um, and, and then I started to realize, no, you know what? I started to study coaching and I was like, I am a transformational coach. And I started to say that to myself. I am, I am a world-class trainer and speaker. You know what? When I get on stage, I freaking rock. And I started to like say this about myself. And it doesn't come from like this ego place. It comes from this place of, I want to stir up the confidence within myself to start acting like this. And I wonder for you, I wonder what experiences you've had in your past that have caused you to create beliefs that are not serving you. What is that belief that's not serving you? Is it that you're not smart enough? Is it that you're not qualified enough? Is it that someone told you or an experience you had, you took a meaning from that, oh, I probably shouldn't put my hand up. I shouldn't speak out. I shouldn't share my voice. I should hide. I wonder what that belief is for you because I think everyone has a different version, a different flavor of that belief that they have in their life and it stops them from stepping into their full potential. And so if you start to discover and get some awareness around what that belief is, what's incredible is uh, I love what Dan Sullivan says. He says that all progress starts with facing the truth. And you have to face two truths. The first truth is that that you actually are believing this lie, right? That's the first truth that you need to face. The second truth is that that lie is just that. It's a lie and that you should access a next level truth in your life. And what's cool is the fact that you made up that old story about yourself. The fact that you made it up means you can make up a whole nother story. How cool is that? So 
The fact that you can make up a new story means that when you make up this new story, it can empower you, you to create new experiences. And so my first challenge for you is to think about what are the beliefs that you're currently believing and what are the fears or the, you know, like what's the story that's stopping you getting on stage? What's the story that's stopping you sharing your message? In fact, I, the, in the interview um, with Lindsay, she shared, she said, Colin, before I joined uh, Self From Stage, she said, what I was telling myself was that I didn't have time. And, and she shared that she has a, a, a beautiful uh, children. One of them has special needs and requires significant help from her. And she's like, I don't have time to speak on stages. I don't have time to do this. And she was like, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed as a mom. I've got so much going on. And what's cool was she was like, and the fact that I had so much going on, that ended up being the reason why I needed to learn this strategy. And she was like, the fact that I've got so much going on means I need to be using my time in the most profitable, high income activities that I could. And she's ended up, she runs a weekly webinar and each webinar, she said, typically she's making about $5,000 now on her webinars. So it's about 20 grand a month, plus all the other webinars and bigger webinars that she's running. But she's like, I literally run the same webinar every single week. And I run it to new audiences. She's got this great little strategy of reaching out to new audiences. She's like, I run the same webinar every single week. So there's like barely any preparation. So I'm delivering, selling my course and making about five grand a week. I mean, how, how would that do for you? Would you be okay to do a one hour presentation once a week or once a month and make between five, 10, maybe $20,000 a month? Would, would you be all right? Like, could you handle that? Could you handle that? Because that's, that's my goal for you, right? That's the mindset I want you to have. And so first of all, you got to make this decision that I want this. Like you're like, that's what I want. I want to share my message with the world and be unashamed about that. The first phase is mindset, accessing this mindset of certainty and installing the right beliefs. That's the key point here. The second phase, once you decide that you want it, the second phase is, is refining your offer and creating what I call audience offer synergy, audience offer synergy. And what most people don't realize is that the audience and the offer needs to create a congruence together for the offer to be irresistible because you can have the most amazing offer but if the offer itself is not something that the audience desires or the audience doesn't have the resource to acquire that offer then the offer will fall flat i'll give an example of that when i first started uh promoting uh our productivity program many years ago that was the first kind of one of the first online it was the first online course like i built like proper online course i had cds before that <laughs> i had a career course but um my first online course was around productivity and my first launch that i ever did it was a training uh like, like it was a i'd done a few videos and I'd released them out and I was so excited about promoting it. I actually ended up getting 600 people to sign up for it, for the training series. And uh, I made an offer at the end on it and I had one person buy, one, one out of 600. And I was devastated. Like I was like, this doesn't work. This is stupid. I don't, you know, this can't work. I was just so devastated because I'd lost more money than I'd invested in all honesty. I'd invested a few thousand dollars in creating the course and getting the videographer and doing the editing and doing all the videos, pre-doing the videos. And I made one sale, one sale at the lowest installment plan, might I say. They bought the 12 pay, the lowest installment plan at the time. And I made one sale and I was devastated. And I remember at that point, I was like, no, that, this can't be it. I know it's possible. There's other people doing it. And that was when I got obsessed about what does it mean to speak in a way that creates demand for your product and to do it in a way that feels good, that's authentic. And so I did a whole bunch of study around speaking, but I also surveyed my audience, which I think is really important. So I asked my audience, why didn't you buy? What was missing from the offer that if it was in there, it would have been a heck yes. 
so I started researching my offer. What, you know, what could be included in the offer? What would be the price point? I started to ask my audience what that was and really deeply understand my audience. In fact, there's this process in Self From Stage, which we call the audience psychology map. And it goes through what are the negative, negative challenges your audience is experiencing. What is the, um, what are the, what are the long-term fears that they want to get away from? What is the desires that they have? And there's really specific questions. And then what, what do they want long-term, right? We go through this process and then you match it with your offer and you create this offer audience synergy. And so what happened was in this process of me launching this course um, online, I, I realized that the offer was off. <laughs> the offer was off. And I started to refine the offer and then I started to run standalone webinars to promote the offer. And the first time I did that, after getting some feedback, we made a couple of grand. I made like three or 4,000 on my first webinar when I offered it. And then I refined the offer even more. I grew the audience a bit more. And then we did 10 grand. And then we did like 30 grand and then like 50 grand. And I started doing it over about a six month period. I went from a couple of thousand dollars on a webinar to doing more than a hundred thousand dollars on a webinar. And that was on the online stages. And so for me, this journey of refining your offer and getting offer audience synergy is so important. Does that make sense? And so my question for you on a scale of one to 10, how, how desirable, how irresistible is your offer for your audience? In other words, when you're, when you speak it out, when you articulate it, does your audience go, oh my gosh, I need that? And they actually buy it. Or is, are you kind of getting a bit of a lukewarm response from your audience? Like there isn't the conversions that you're wanting. If you're missing that, it's because, it's because your offer audience synergy is, is off slightly or a lot. And so a lot of the time when I do coaching with my students, I'll, I'll, we'll look at both of them. So we'll look at the offer, but we'll also look at the audience. Because one revelation I've had over the years is that finding the right audience is just as important as finding the right offer. You have to have, a, you have to have an offer that's irresistible to an audience that has the resource to buy it. Some of you guys are having revelations right now. And so I know for me, I've done several times when I'm doing coaching with, with the students and I'll say, okay, tell me about your audience. And they'll tell me about the audience and I can pretty quickly realize that audience is not gonna pay what the offer is. And so we either need to change the offer, which is not a bad thing. Sometimes we can make it a different offer, right? We can package it differently, or we need to change the audience. We need to focus on a higher level version of that audience. And so that for me is really important because when you get that offer audience synergy happening, then the offers start converting and start moving, start moving forward. And so imagine you had an offer that you knew that every single time you shared it with your audience, there was this immense demand for them to want it. This immense demand for them, not just want it, but to actually buy it. How would that feel? How empowered would you feel if you had that? I want you to feel that because if you don't feel that, you're not gonna go after it. I want you to feel how that feels in your body to have an irresistible offer. And so that's the, that's the second commitment I want you to make is to keep working till you get that offer audience synergy, right? That feedback, get feedback from your audience, all that sort of stuff. The third phase, you ready for this? The third phase is building your signature talk. So we start with the mindset that's really installing the right beliefs. The second part is refining your offer, making it irresistible and just understanding the right audience to connect it to. The third phase is the signature talk itself. Now, there are three types of talks you need. There is what I call a sharp sell, a soft sell, and a no sell. Now, the good part is those three talks cascade into one talk. And so when I say you need three talks, you actually need one talk. Because what happens is, is you build the one talk, which is the whole self from stage structure, right? You build the one talk, and then that one talk dovetails into what we call a sharp sell, a soft sell, and a no sell. So let me explain this, how this works and why these three talks are so important. The sharp sell is your presentation where you make a direct offer 
at the end of your presentation. So you literally ask someone to join your program at the end of the presentation. It's like, go to this website. It is sign up for this program. It is fill out this form. You actually invite them if, there are, if they are a right fit to join your program. It's called a sharp sell. Now, where would you do a sharp sell? You would do a sharp sell if it's your own event. So if you're running a live event, a live workshop itself, you would do a you would do a sharp sell there. In fact, I saw a post in our academy group just recently. Uh, there was a lady called uh, Megan, and she joined Self from Stage, and she had joined about a month before she was running her first in-person event. She had 18 people sign up to her in-person event. And she ended up getting about six six of those people to sign up for a like around a four five thousand dollar coaching package. She had one person sign up for like a ten thousand dollar coaching package, and then she had three or four of them sign up to a thousand dollar coaching package. And so she ended up doing you know like fifty grand or something in a day and a half workshop. And so what's so cool is she ran her own event. She had 18 people, right? 18, that was it, 18 people. And she made like 50 grand. And it was the first time she'd ever sold at an event or sold any sort of from stage, right? And so if you're running your own event, Sharp Sell is great. If you're running your own webinar or if you're running your own virtual event, Sharp Sell is what you want to use, okay? So that's a Sharp Sell. Uh, I mentioned Lindsay. Lindsay, uh, who I had on the interview, uh, had on the podcast. Uh, which in fact is going to be released in the next couple of days. And so Lindsay does a sharp sell every week. It's the same presentation to her audience. And she works specifically with uh, people in the wedding industry who run booths. So like, you know, like live booths, uh, booths at wedding, if at the wedding industry, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but, but like that's who she helps, right? And she does a sharp sell, the same presentation every single week, the same presentation, that's the power of it. The second type is a soft sell. Now a soft sell is a talk where you either aren't allowed to pitch or, and when I say aren't allowed, a lot of the time you might speak at someone else's event, someone else's conference, or you get asked to speak to their community. I do the, I do a lot of that. I've spoken to a lot of communities where other people are running the membership or the community. And it may not be a direct offer, but it's a, it's a soft sell. So a soft sell is you offer something of value in exchange for their personal details. And that could either be one of, usually one of two things. It's either something to download, right? So download a PDF, or it is a, it is a strategy session where they book in to have a conversation about their life, about their business and the next steps for them. So if you have a program that's usually more than $3,000, you're going to want to use a soft, a soft sell strategy. And we have a lot of students who use the soft sell because they sell programs that are like 5,000, 10,000, 20,000 and above. Right, And so you'll run the presentation and you move into a soft sell. So rather than go straight into the pitch and tell everything about the product, you go into a soft sell and then they book in for a call, like a phone call or a strategy session. And then from there, you can offer them anything, like literally could be 10,000, could be a 50,000, could be a $100,000 offer, right? Depending on the audience and offer audience synergy that we talked about. And so this idea of, of doing a soft sell is really powerful, especially when you're speaking with an audience that isn't your audience, or if you've got a higher ticket program, that's a soft sell. The third type is a no sell. And a no sell is where you do your presentation and you, you, you're really asking for claps at the end, but the way you design the presentation, if you follow the self from stage strategy, you end up getting a whole bunch of clients. I'll give you an example of this. I, I spoke at one of my good friends uh, of many years. His name's James Wedmore. Uh, some of you might know him, but I spoke at one of his events. Um, he runs a, a business, it's called Business by Design. I spoke at his event and it was a, like a no pitch event, right? We're not gonna make an offer at those events. Um, and he was like, like, I can't even, he didn't even say I could do a download, which is totally fine. Like just, you know, I totally respect that. So I spoke. And I did a no sell structure, really high value, no sell. 
at the end, I literally had a woman come up to me and she gave me her physical credit card. She, she hands her physical credit card to me out of her wallet. And I'm standing there with her credit card in my hand. You can picture it, right? And, and I'm like, what do I do with this? <laughs> and she goes, you need to charge it for whatever program you offer because I just know that I need to learn how you did what you did just then. She's like, I don't know what, I don't know what your offers are because obviously I didn't go through them. She's like, but I just know I need to learn from you. Like, so whatever you've got, just sign me up. Now, now I gave her back her physical credit card, but she ended up becoming a client. She ended up becoming a client. And in fact, she's given a, a video testimonial on, on our information page as well. So, which is cool. So for me, this transfer, this, this idea of a no sell is the idea of doing a presentation so that at the end, clients or potential clients come up to you to want to work with you. Does that make sense? And so there's a sharp sell, a soft sell, or a no sell. But what's cool is it follows the same structure, but it has a different ending and a slightly different beginning. But once you have these three talks, which once again, cascade out of one talk, you've got everything you need. Like that's your whole toolkit, your whole quiver for building your business. Are you starting to see how how close this is, it's so much closer than you realize. You only need one irresistible presentation that you can use in multiple different formats to build your business. And so my question is, if you had a, if you had a signature talk that you knew every single time you delivered it, whether it was directly to make an offer, a soft sell or a, or a no sell, you knew that people would come up and wanna work with you. They would buy your programs. How, did, would that, how does that feel in your body to have that? What would that make possible for you? I want you to imagine, I don't know, three months from now, and you've got a signature talk that you can hang your hat on. You're like, I know this thing rocks and it engages people, it's valuable, and it leads people towards my offer in an authentic way. How does that feel? That's what I want you to own and go after, right? So I want you to think about, what are those three talks that I need and how that works, how that could look in your business? The fourth phase, so you're building your signature talk. The fourth phase is really just getting good at, at, at doing the presentation. So this is what I call the stagecraft phase. And so once you build it, right, you're going to build it, you're going to design it. So you're going to write it out. You're going to build a slide deck uh, and then you're going you're to practice it. And for me, this could be practicing in front of a mirror. This could be practicing in front of a, a, uh, a very kind of, you know, a nice audience. When I say nice audience, I mean like a low, low risk audience that could be maybe your current clients, that could be some friends. I mean, you don't, honestly, you don't even have to practice it in front of people. You can literally practice it in front of the mirror. It's just getting used to it. And it's, and it's building the skills of stagecraft. And so let me share with you some of those skills. So stagecraft is the ability to engage an audience. This is the thing that takes you from being disengaging to highly engaging. And I'm gonna go through four stagecraft skills that I think you can work on honing. The first stagecraft skill is your storytelling. And we went through quite a bit of that in session two, but for me, storytelling is so crucial. I had a question the other day, someone asked me, Colin, how do you re-engage an audience if you lose them during a presentation? You tell a story. S story is so powerful. As soon as you go into a story, the other day I was having a conversation with, I'll just press pause there, but it was like the start, that was like the start of another story, right? I could go straight into story. As soon as you go into story, the audience re-engage. So the first stagecraft technique is story. The second stagecraft is body movement. So how you move your body, your hands, uh, you know, you don't want to be waving your hands around everywhere. How do you consciously move your body? And I know this is an audio format, but if you can imagine, you want to be conscious about your movements. If you watch great speakers, they're very conscious with how they use their body. In fact, what's fascinating, there was research done on the most watched TED Talks. And the most watched TED Talks actually came from people who used the most concise and powerful body language. And it was really fascinating. They found that there was a pattern between 
the engagement of the TED Talk and the body language mastery of the person, not even the verbal mastery, the body language. In fact, a lot of studies have shown that your body language communicates more than your verbal language. And so learning to master your body, standing with a sense of certainty. If you think about a picture of someone standing with certainty on a stage or even, even in a webinar, like how do they stand? There's a symmetricalness to it, right? Not even a, that's not even a word. There's a symmetry to it, right? There's a symmetry to what they do. They're not asymmetrical, they're symmetrical. They, there, is a, there is a consciousness about how they move their body. There's a directness. And when you understand how to use your body effectively, everything changes in terms of the power and the certainty of your delivery. The third skill around stagecraft is voice and tone. And I'm not talking about accent. Don't worry about your accent. Whatever accent you got, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm the Australian accent. I totally get it. <laughs> but, but accent doesn't matter. I mean, I mean your voice and your tone and where you breathe from. Because when you breathe well, you actually communicate with more certainty, your ability to pause. In fact, throughout this, even this conversation we've had, I've had moments where I've, I've paused, I've stopped. And I wonder, are you someone who just like tries to fill every single moment throughout the whole presentation with all of your words? Are you noticing you do something like that? You think that throughout the presentation, you've got to just fill the whole content with all of your words? Because sometimes people do that when they get nervous, right? But what's fascinating is that the most confident and most powerful presenters take their time. They own their space. And so learning to use the right pace, the right pausing, the right tone, speaking without inflections. Have you ever heard someone talk like this throughout the presentation? And they kind of like finish like that. Have you heard someone talk like this? <laughs> when that happens, how do you feel in your body when you're kind of like cringing, right? Imagine if I talked like this throughout most of the podcast when you're listening. How, would you, how do you feel in your body? You just respond differently. And I'm saying the same words, but I'm finishing on an inflection. So learning how to use the right tone is super important, right? And the fourth skill is, is actually more a visual skill, which is knowing how to draw and create frameworks. I love visual frameworks, whether it's a nice Venn diagram or a nice kind of quadrant or something like that. Like knowing how to engage the visual senses of people's, of an audience is really powerful. And so not just telling people about what you're doing, but actually drawing visual ideas. And it could be pictures, it could be diagrams, and actually just showing what you're talking about in a presentation is really powerful as well. So that is, and when it comes down to it, that is like, that's practice, right? That you're going to be practicing that so you feel more confident to present. Uh, but it's not about, honestly, it's not about being like the best in the world. It's just about learning how to tell stories, learning how to use your tone, use your pace, all that sort of stuff. It's going to increase your mastery on the stage. And so my question is, out of those four areas of storytelling, body movement, voice, voice and tone, and, and visual frameworks, what one do you f most feel excited about starting with? Like if you're like, oh, I really want to start with that. That's the thing I want to work on. What, what's that thing for you? I want you to have the note of that in your head. So that's number four is the stagecraft, the delivery, the practice. You ready for this? Number five. Number five is the full delivery of it. And it's delivering it and scaling it up. And so knowing how to create a, an experience where you present, like, like it could be deciding, okay, I'm going to run a webinar a month from now or two months from now. It's deciding to cre either create a presentation where you create the stage yourself or getting on stages and actually applying and getting in front of organizers of events and things like that. A lot of the time, it literally can be as easy as asking. In fact, one of, one of my clients, she shared a story with me recently that she was attending an event and she was like, she's a regular attendee, right? And, th and she just thought, you know what? What if I asked to speak at the event? 
She asked to speak at the event and she ended up getting a, sp a speaking spot in a breakout session at the event. I do this all the time. For most events that I attend, I will literally jump on the website and find where can I apply to be a speaker? Now, not every time I can apply to be a speaker out there, but a lot of the times, I remember the first convention I ever went to in the US for the National Speakers Association, which is like the, the main accreditation body that I actually have accreditation through. It's called Certi Certified Speaking uh, Professional. Uh, but it's, it's like the, you know, kind of like the governing body, you could say, of the speaking industry. And I was attending and I was like, I don't want to just attend. I want to speak at it. And I ended up speaking at the event the first time I ever attended. Why? Because I asked. Because I just went on the website and I put myself forward and I said yes. And then I worked out the how after. But that's the commitment that you get to make. And what's cool is whether you want to speak on someone else's stages, whether you, there's so many stages you can speak on, by the way. You can speak on, you can speak on uh, other people's events. You can speak in front of other people's communities. You can speak, you can do partnerships with other people who have audiences as well and run like a joint summit. Um, or you can create your own events, like just literally decide, I'm going to run a webinar on this date and just put it out in the world. There's a whole structure. There's a thing which we call the webinar funnel uh, inside of Self From Stage, where it literally takes you through step-by-step step of every single step from how it visually looks to set up the registration page, how it the thank you page looks, the, sh the show up emails, the sign up emails, the follow up emails, the sales page. Like you just build it out, right? And this is the secret. This is what I want you to realize. And this is actually what Lindsay said to me as well. She was like, Colin, once I built it once, I just duplicate it. It takes me like 10 minutes to I just press duplicate and I duplicate it. And then I run the next webinar the next week using exactly the same process. And so this is what most people don't realize is to scale your presentations up. Once you do it once, you just literally keep on delivering the same presentation over and over again. In fact, we just did a interview with one of my friends, her name's uh, Britt Siva uh, in our Self From Stage Elite program, which is our group coaching program. And she said to me, she said, Colin, we literally just run a weekly class, a weekly webinar uh, every single week for our students. And, you know, she makes a lot of money. I'm not going to share how much money she makes. Um, but let's just say she makes, she makes a lot of money. Uh, and she does a great job. She serves her audience. She's the number one leader in her, in her space of helping, um, helping uh, hairstylists grow their business, right? And, but she runs the same, guys, the same webinar every single week. And so you can either run a webinar, you could run a virtual event, a summit, you could, um, you could run your own workshop, like a local workshop, an in-person workshop. Like there's so many opportunities. And this is the thing I want you to get is that for each of those opportunities, you're, you're, you're going to do the same talk, but it's going to be just different versions. It's going to be the sharp sell, the soft sell, or the no sell, right? You're going to do one of those versions. And then once it starts converting, which can happen so quickly, uh, in fact, there's a woman, her name's Beverly. Uh, she'd never ran a webinar before. She didn't even have an online course. And what happened was she ran her first webinar. She had about 18 people turn up and she made a coaching offer, right? She made an offer for her coaching, uh, which was a, you know, about five or $6,000 investment. She got 10 people to buy it. She did over $50,000 on her first webinar. Out of about 18 people, 10 people took up her coaching, 50 grand in one webinar with under 20 people on the webinar. Now, would, you, would, would that be good? Would you like to do that? Do 50 grand in one presentation? This is what I want you to realize. Like This just happens over and over again. What's cool is then you just keep refining that presentation. You just keep delivering it over and over and over again and just keep growing it. And there's all different strategies that you can use to get more people onto webinars and presentations. But the, 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 the key is having that presentation in the first place, is having that holy grail presentation that you can take to your audience that will truly, truly make a big difference. And so Let's review these five stages. We talked about the five stages, the five stages of scaling up and creating a highly profitable expert business is first of all, the mindset, really owning that decision of going, I want to install the mindset of 
a speaker, the mindset of a leader. I'm going after this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna no longer let my fears get in the way. I'm gonna step into my purpose. The second thing is, is designing an offer that's irresistible for an audience that is, is wanting it, right? That's the second phase. Now from the offer, you design your signature talk. And your signature talk is gonna be either in a sharp sell, a soft sell, or a no sell format. But once again, it's the same framework, but it just segments out depending on the context of your delivery. The fourth thing is just practicing it. It's the stagecraft side of things. It's practicing the stories, it's practicing your tone, it's practicing some visual frameworks, using diagrams, all that sort of stuff. It's like practicing the engagement, the body language, and getting more comfortable with engaging an audience, right? And you can literally just do that in front of a mirror, like it's practicing it. And the fifth phase is actually delivering it. It's, it's scaling it up, right? It's delivering your first webinar. It's delivering your next webinar. It's running a summit. It's whatever, whatever platform. There's so many ways that you can deliver a presentation and then you get a result, you get some feedback and then you refine it and then you keep growing it and growing it and growing it. And you can deliver that once a week. You can deliver that once a month. You can do that as much as you like. However much money you want to make is however, however much you want to do. Does that make sense? And so my question is, uh, first of all, what's been most valuable from these three sessions that we've gone through? What's been most valuable in your mind, in your heart from this experience? And second of all, I want you to think about, is this something that you want to go after? In this next, I don't know, three, five, 12 months, do you want to bring your message to the world? And if you do, I want to do one last exercise. I want you to imagine, I don't know, maybe just three weeks from now. Imagine three weeks from now, you have designed a signature talk that you feel really proud of. And you're excited. You're, you're excited about the possibilities. You're clear on what your ideas are. You feel excited about your offer that you're going to make. And you just feel confident that, that, that the next steps you're making, you're moving towards the potential that you always wanted. And then I want you to go out into the future, maybe six months from now. And you've delivered that presentation multiple times. In fact, you've signed a bunch of clients and you're noticing that you're feeling so much more confident in your future and in your business because no longer does it feel like this sense of where am I going to get my next client? It is, it's just simply when am I going to run my next presentation and how many clients do I want? And it's this sense of certainty of like leaning on a system that actually works because you've built that signature talk. And then I want you to move forward maybe, I don't know, 12 months from now. And 12 months from now, you have built the most profitable, lucrative business you've, you've always wanted. You've got revenue, you've got clients, but even more than that, you've got this deep sense of confidence in yourself, this deep sense of meaning and fulfillment that you know you're in alignment with what you always wanted to do. And you look back on this moment right now of listening to my voice and reflecting on the fact that it was this moment that you made that decision. You made that decision to stop letting your fears get in the way and start truly going after the potential that was on your life. And my question is, that person that creates that future, who is that person? What was the decisions that that person made to create that future? Were they decisions that were based in fear or were they decisions that were based in courage, in optimism, in a, a focused future towards what you truly wanted? And if you want to decide today to be that person and step into that full future, then I would love to work with you. I would love to help you to build that signature, signature talk that you can truly lean on to grow and scale your business. And if you resonate with me and you would love to build that talk in a way that feels easy, comfortable, and fast, then let me share with you what those next steps could look like. So we have our flagship program. It's called Sell From Stage. In fact, we have two levels of Sell From Stage. We have our Self From Stage Academy, which is our core curriculum. And our core curriculum, I wanna take you through it. Our core curriculum is made up of five big stages. And those five stages actually reflect the stages that I just took you through. And I, I wanted to teach you on those stages because I think it's important to truly understand them.
The first stage is mindset. It's installing the beliefs, the mental strategies you need to feel confident about yourself, your communication, and your abilities to sell. The second phase is offer an audience. It's creating and refining your offer. In fact, we have a nine-step process where we take you through creating an irresistible offer and matching it with your audience. The third stage is the signature talk, where you literally get the scripts, the templates, the processes to follow and build a signature talk that sells very quickly. In fact, we have students who literally join and within like seven days, they've built their signature talk and they're already making money. In fact, uh, the interview that I did with Lindsay, she literally said, I, I say it because it was fresh from this morning. She's like, Colin, she literally built it in two days. She went straight in, built it. And two days later, she presented it and made like, like well, well multiple times the investment that she'd made, right? And so that's the third phase. The fourth phase is stagecraft and storytelling. So we go, we go through the whole process of how to use your body, your voice, your time and visual frameworks. And then the fifth phase is scaling it up, like how to get leads, what a webinar funnel looks like, um, how to actually host your first virtual event and all the processes and step-by-step -step methods that you need to do it. So that is the core curriculum for Self From Stage Academy. Now, what's cool is we've got some really cool bonuses with Self From Stage Academy. We've got all the templates that you need. So all the PowerPoint templates, the Google, Google slide templates, the keynote templates. And so you can literally download them and, and use them right away. For most people say like just the templates alone was worth 10 times the investment. And so you get all the templates. Um, I do some really advanced webinar training as well because um, sometimes people ask me, Colin, is this mainly for live presentations or is it also for virtual? Now, as you can tell by the whole series, for me, virtual is just as important, if not almost more important than even the in-person stuff. I would say majority of people use it on virtual stages like webinars. And so I go really in depth into how to use it in webinars because the signature talk can be used on any platform. Don't, don't think like, oh, this is for live stages. No, no, no. It's for both. It's the same presentation. There are some slight nuances, but pretty much it's going to be the same presentation. Another bonus is I actually show you how to get more than 100 people on your next webinar. And so I show you the whole process of using organic marketing and social media marketing and email templates so that you can get people on your next webinar. And I show you the whole webinar funnel, like literally step-by-step. -step, every single email you need is templatized that you can plug and play my entire system to build out your next webinar to, uh, to run it. Now, there's a great online community that's super supportive. If you've got any questions, any burning things that happen um, that you wanna run, run by our community, you can post it in the group and it's super engaged. And also there's some cool uh, coaching sessions with me that are available uh, for a limited time if you decide to join uh, Self From Stage Academy. Now, Self From Stage Academy, like I said, is our core curriculum. We also have Self From Stage Elite and Self From Stage Elite is our full implementation experience. And that is where I do coaching with you and a group um, every other week. And so that's, that's actually a 12 month experience of where we move through the whole process end to end and we implement this. And whenever you get stuck, you can ask me a question directly. We also have coaching with uh, Facebook ads coaches. We have copywriting coaches and it's a smaller community uh, where, you know, obviously I'm heavily involved uh, the community's involved. So it's like a smaller kind of, like you think about it like a VIP implementation experience. But for me, either level is, is fantastic. And so if you decide to join the academy, you want to understand the core curriculum and get started, that's a great place to start, especially if you've never ran a webinar before or you're kind of new to it. Um, or you, you know, you're, you're like, okay, I want to really learn this and I want to get started, right? And I want, or I want to just up my game and install this into my business like right away. And then if you know you like a bit more accountability, you want some, some, some more help from me directly, you want some more help with like running ads and creating your copywriting and all that sort of stuff, and we have implementation workshops throughout the year in Self From Stage Elite, then definitely check out Self From Stage Elite. Uh, that is the full, full implementation experience. And so, uh, my, my heart and soul is, is in this program. Like this is what I do. And it truly is the culmination of working in this business 
and delivering presentations that convert like crazy for, you know, over a decade. And so you get more than a decade of experience in a very short period of time. And so if this really resonates with you and you know that you're ready to do this and you do the maths uh, when, you, when you go and check it out, if you do the maths, guys, for many of you, it's one, two or three clients. If you decide to join the academy level, it's like a couple of clients that, that you will make back the investment. In fact, this is my coaching for you. I wanna, I wanna coach you. Don't think about just making back your investment. I want you to think about like 10xing, triple, or sorry, 10x, 20x, 30x your investment. That's what I want you to be focused on. Because that for me is the real cost of not using this type of a strategy. And whether you learn it from me or you learn it from someone else, you need to learn it. Because this strategy just changes the game. I just see it happen over and over again. And like I said, Self from Stage Academy is the whole curriculum. It's amazing. There's amazing community and you get some coaching as well. Or if you want some more accountability, there is Self from Stage Elite and there's, there's all different uh, payment pro programs and things like that that you can have in there. So I don't know when you're listening to this because we are about to open cart for open, open enrollment for the Academy and for Elite. And it's only going to be open for a few short days. And so if you head to sellfromstageacademy.com, that will direct you to the information page. And on there, you'll see all the details of Self From Stage Academy, Self From Stage Elite, and you'll be able to go through the process and get access to it. I would, I would recommend you to think about it like this. If you feel fear, if you feel concern about about doing this, I want you to know that this is a this is a system that has been used by thousands of students. It's a system that I've been building for ten years, and it's a system that for so many students they came in and they were like, "Colin, I used to run webinars, and I almost like I felt like they didn't work, and then I used your system and I, they started to work. I actually started to get results. I see this happen over and over again. So even if you've tried before in the past and it hasn't worked, like don't let that get in the way because the reason why it didn't work is because you were using the wrong strategy. It's not about whether the vehicle works, it's the strategy you're using. You change the strategy and you change the result. And so my heart is to, is to, is to change your life. That's why I built this program. And when I got to interview Lindsay, who you'll hear on the podcast soon, um, I said to her, I was like, you're the reason why I built this. So that she said to me, she was calling, she actually said this at the end, I'm sure she'll be fine with me sharing it. And she said, um, she said, Colin, just recently, we had some changes in our personal situation and I had to reduce my workload by 50%. And she was like, I had to reduce it so much. And she said, if I didn't have this strategy in place, it would have had a dramatic effect on our lifestyle, on our income, on all that sort of stuff. But for the fact that I've got the signature talk built and it takes me like two hours a week to deliver and I'm making like five grand a week from it. She was like, it had no impact. And, and even though I, I, my time and my ability to work got cut in half. And so I'm able to serve my family, my kids uh, and, and all of their needs. And so that's why I do this. And so head over to sellfromstageacademy.com, uh, go and enroll, go and enroll. Um, and depending on the time that you get this, you'll either join the wait list, by the way, you'll join the wait list. If you see a wait list, just join the wait list and you'll get the latest information about it. And um, if you do uh, go to Self From Stage Academy during our open period, you'll also see the open cart. Now, and I will be clear, uh, we, we are in open enrollment from Monday, the 5th of February through till Thursday, the 8th of February. So February 8th, February 5th to February 8th is our enrollment period. If you're before that, just go and put your name down on the VIP waitlist because you'll get access to, by the way, to some special bonuses if you're on the VIP waitlist. So go and put your name on the VIP waitlist um, so that you can really get access to that and uh, or don't miss out. You won't miss out on anything. So I trust this has been valuable. I hope to work with you inside Self From Stage Academy. Like don't put it off because it'll change your life. It'll literally change your life. And that's my goal. That's my goal for you. And I hope to serve you and help you into building your business. Go and check it out, selffromstageacademy.com. Bless you guys. 
Have a great week and um, look forward to speaking to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step -step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.